spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. Hey, good Monday morning, everybody. This is Jet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Um, this is a radio show to that I do explore different lives, their journeys, and how spirit has impacted it. Now, you, as you know, I do talk to people of different spiritual modalities or others that spirit has just really impacted their lives. Now, each week I do have a small discussion based on whatever spirit gives me, and I think they're kind of bringing something in now. Um, and then I move on to my guest. My guest this morning is Greg Bacon. Oh, my God. You're going to love Greg. He is um, a radio host of Ghost, Ghost Box. He is a paranormal investigator. Um, he's been doing radio for, gosh, off and on for just what seems like eons. I mean, he's just an amazing person, amazing man. He's actually brought with him some clips of Ghost Box. Um, and when I mean Ghost Box, I mean general. It's a general name. But um there's a tool that investigators use and um it's it comes in a you know in a box obviously or you have people use it on their phone I, i'm not too sure on how accurate the phone ones are um i've never really had good luck with them um but in a, in a box people have them as handheld but it's basically um a device that the other side can speak to you through um and it to me it always sounds like you know i can't even mimic the sound but it's um, like a very staticky sound. And then all of a sudden you'll hear spirit speak through it. And it's just, it really is amazing. It's truly, truly amazing when it happens. Um, I will tell you up until last fall, I can't say I always had a lot of um, faith in them because I wasn't somebody to really hear a lot. And then I was partaking in an investigation and I basically told the spirits that were there saying, you know what, if this thing's the truth, you're going to say some things through there. And I was blown away that it did it. And it was clear as a bell. Like, wow, here you go, clear. So I'll tell you what, totally changed my whole outlook, my whole thought process. And they just, to me now, they're mind blowing, especially when you can hear it. Um, it gives somebody that is maybe not a medium, a beautiful tool to be able to speak to the other side. Um, because again, you know, you ask, ask a question and they talk through it. And it's just, it's really phenomenal how it works. But, you know, Greg will take, tell you so much more about it than I can. So, I mean, because that's truly his world of tools and investigation and just wonderment. And it's awesome. It's truly awesome. So, um, I want to get this, want to get this shared here, guys. So, give me a second. I mean, I'm going to talk as you know, but um, I'm going to share all over. All over the place too if I can find it. Oh my God. Are we live on Facebook? I do not know. I do not know. Let me look a few different places here. If we are, it will be on um if I can stop hitting buttons I shouldn't be hitting. Um we should be live on Facebook anyway. I almost bet we are. Good morning, Miss Jody. Good morning, Andrea. How are you guys doing? We are live on Facebook. We have been for four minutes. Um um, but yeah, Greg's radio station is AM 
950 radio and that is the ghost box um i'm gonna start sharing this right now to everybody and anybody just so that you have this um because i really want the world to be able to i'm just gonna copy the link and put it everywhere how's that sound because if not it'll take me forever and a day to do it every other way that i would normally do this um but people have said that they really appreciate the fact that i share this everywhere and anywhere so copying the link and sending it out to the world to the masses good morning lenise <clears throat> thank you andrea i love kisses back to you darling um and you know guys feel free to share it yourselves feel free to share this um <clears throat> tell the world about it i love to talk i love to share and i'll tell you what the more followers we get the more you know the more i speak the more i could just stay on here and the more we just are kind of out there in the world if that makes sense um if that if that makes sense at all you know um so with that being said um i guess what i'm going to talk about today it's you know what spirit brought it up a few times and i'm like i don't want to talk about that i don't want to talk about that um and the reason being is because i really do think it's a topic that other than when we talk about it we say it um not a whole lot of people understand it not a whole lot of people go oh my god this is what it is and i want to talk about shifting y'all ever heard that word that terminology shifting i'm shifting everybody says i'm shifting um but really what the heck is shifting okay what the heck is shifting um i want to put this one more place guys i'm sorry before i kind of get on um Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm just, I'm not doing good at this this morning. Am I guys? Um, I got to get back into my personal profile to switch into this other profile. Oh my gosh. It's just kind of crazy, isn't it? Um, so, but when people talk about shifting, um, there we go. There's the last place I wanted to share it. And then you guys let me know from there. Anybody want to share onto YouTube or we should be on YouTube already, but anybody want to share onto, um, Instagram, feel free. Share it on your profiles. Give me lots of hearts and love. Good morning, Miss Denise. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you forever, Denise. Oh my God, so glad to see you. Um, but shifting. So I want to talk about shifting a little bit. Um, now that I got that all out about, and I actually brought up some things on it because I understand it. Because I, you know, personally, right now I'm going through a major shift. Um, I'm going through a major shift, and you know what? If you know, if you've been watching the show for some months. You understand that because, um, you know, we've had Kelly Brickle on who's ran my numbers for you guys, you know, for my birthday. Um, myself and Michelle Prentice um, spoke about it uh, not that long ago about um, my astrology and what's going through over, you know, the course of like an, another month coming out. Um, just different feelings of being kind of all over the place, whatever it might be. You know, those type of things, you know, so, you know, everything has been kind of going on. But really, what am I talking about? So I want to tell you, shifting is basically um, a process that we go through, that we go through. And everybody goes through it. Everybody does. It's not like just, you don't have to be like a guru. You don't have to be like some specially divine person that just sparkles with glitter and, and vampire skin or something. It's nothing like that. Everybody goes through it. Everybody goes through it. Um and sometimes it's very easy to go through it because you'll go through mul multiple shifts in a lifetime. And sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to go through it. Um, but it's, let me read what this site states about it, just so it's a little easier. It's this site, I took it from the power of pros uh, positivity. 
Um, and, and I didn't pick it because it was like, oh my gosh, this is what I follow. It's just the first thing really that popped up. And it says many of us ex are experiencing a major spiritual shift. And this was actually, they wrote this like seven years ago. So even though we all are right now, because we're in another alignment than going in, um, this was actually written several years ago, guys. But it says, the life we used to know is completely changing and is coming with extreme highs and extreme lows simultaneously. And this feels like you, you could be participating in a shift. Um, it's basically what, <laughs> kind of kind of like whatever, kind of lame there really, isn't it? Um, you know, and it's weird because you can literally go into different um, different sites and kind of read different things about it. And, and that's what I'm basically doing right now, just to basically kind of look at this and explain it to you a little bit in a way um, that makes a little bit more sense. Um, this one kind of looks a little bit better. Who is who is this one written by? Um, I'm going to accept it, whatever. Oh, my God, I hate it when it... Um, uh, Mystic Indigo wrote this. Um, I, and I love this. Transformation or shift, a shift or transformation, whichever one you want to talk. I like the word transformation better. I think it's a better explanation. Good morning, Mom. Um, so transformation or shift means quite, and it is quite literally... Change simply stated, a spiritual shift is your soul's awakening, which is the purpose of, of our life on earth. The awakening appears to come in stages from being seeming, seemingly a sound asleep at birth and growing into a wide eyed, wakeful awareness throughout your life. You take the, the soul's wisdom you learn and teach yourself with you into your next life. Um, and basically, what you know, and I think that's really kind of like what basically a lot of shifting is, is it is growth it is experiencing it is um expanding when you go through a shift i'll tell you what it feels you'll start to feel very uncomfortable for myself that's how i feel i feel very uncomfortable i feel um almost like out of my skin type of feeling um and, and not like itchy itchy it's just i just don't feel comfortable in my skin right now um and that's when I know I start to go through something. I might start to get really sick. And it usually for me, for me, for me presents as a cold. Um, I'm thinking, goodness, this time around, that's not happening. Um, you know, but a uncomfortability, a lot of um, thoughts, heavier feelings will come up from the past. And I will go through a whole process of, you know, these memories coming up, these situations coming up. Um, it's a period of time to go through those to really kind of relook at those again. And it's not to rehash things, guys. It isn't about, oh my God, let's rehash and poor, poor, pitiful me all, all over again, because it's not about that. It's literally the, the past coming up or memories coming up, these heavier feelings coming up for you to relook at them, to, to understand more from them. Okay. You know, and it's, it's beautiful because when you do this process, oh my gosh, they're like echoing in my head right now. Um, I feel like I got a freight train going in my head. Um, but when you go through this process um, and you really do take the time to go back and look at these memories or look at these experiences and, and for, for better, you know, just to re-experience re them in your mind for a better understanding. And when I'm talking about it on better understanding, it's a better understanding where you're at now. Because you know what, you're not the person now that you were five years ago or 10 years ago. I mean, think about it. You know, I mean, as you grow, as you get older, you have different wisdom, you have different understanding. And to make sure that you don't have to go through the same crap you've already gone through, you know, we have this ability to be able to bring them up into memories and go, wow, this is coming up. Why is this coming up? 
Um, let me kind of look at this. Let me reevaluate this. Let me see what I can gain from this at this point in my life um, for the betterment of me. And that really kind of helps with that shift because you'll find all that coming up. And really kind of, you'll during this period of time, there is there is a lot of rehashing. There's a lot of memories coming up. You'll hear a lot of people going, oh my God, I released so much. Um, and you're just like, and that's another term, which is a great term. You know, it's another great term of, oh my God, I release, I've just been releasing and releasing and releasing. But when you listen to us spiritual people, you'll think, oh my God, all you guys do is pay, pay attention to your past and release things. Well, it kind of is, but it's not like you're constantly doing it. It's just when you go, when you start to go through these, these points or periods of time of, let's say, maturity, of growth, of kind of leveling up, whatever you want to talk, state about, it really is meaning that, you know, you might be going back to something in your childhood. You might be going something back to something that happened in your life and you're really looking at it again. And when you're talking about the releasing is because literally you're going through it and you're learning about the experience on a different level on a different thing. Now that memory probably isn't hurting anymore. Those experiences probably aren't hurting anymore, especially if you've done this several times, but you are kind of taking the kaleidoscope and moving it just a little bit to see the colors and see the different picture. And then you're taking that knowledge and you put it in your hair and you're having these aha moments. Oh my God, that makes sense. Oh my God, I get that. Oh my God. And when you're doing all that, this releasement happens. And it is a release because it's almost like another weight taken off your shoulders. And you're going, oh, I can finally let that go. And I want to say it's let go for now. It's just let go for now. Because there's going to be a period of time where it's going to come back in again. It's going to come back in and you're going to feel it again. And you're going to go over it again. And you're going to go, oh, my gosh, yet again, here I'm doing this. Um, and it always isn't fun. I will tell you what, it's not always fun, okay? Um, as you go through it, it's just, there we go. I was like, where'd everybody go? I looked over my screen. There was like one person watching it. Well, that was on some, some other channel. Um, but it is, it's this process that you're going through. Okay. Now why go through this? Why go through? I mean, cause it sounds awful, doesn't it? I mean, it really does sound awful. I'll tell you what, when you're experiencing it, it can feel very like, oh my God, people around you will be like, oh my God, I can't even deal with her right now. Cause that's what my family does. Like, oh my God, I can't deal with you right now. I do a whole lot of, are you mad at me? I don't get this because what I'm feeling is not probably what you're, you're, what you're pushing out, but I'm not understanding what I'm feeling because I'm sitting in a space of, of not feeling quite myself. Um, I sometimes explode with anger. Um, you can hear me just, I will vent over things that you're like, oh my God, what is coming out of her mouth? And I'm just venting. And it's not even that I'm angry at anybody or angry at a situation. It's in here. I just feel almost confined. I feel not right. I feel um, just off and I don't understand what's going on in here. And it's just coming out like this. Now, getting back to that question of why, why go through this? <clears throat> why happen about this? Oh, I will read that. Um, thank you. They're talking. So <laughs> <clears throat> I'll read what they're telling me to read, read in a few minutes. But the why, why go through this? And it's simply stated is because you know what, when you go through it, when you get to the other side, I will tell you what, the peace you feel, the expression of joy, the expression of peace, um, everything you feel on the other side is just magnificent. It, You start to see things in a complete and total different way, in a different alignment. It's almost... 
um, you know what, for lack of better term, terminology, almost being like God-like. And, you know, if you go into the Bible, everybody's God. Everybody's, you know, we're, we're all creation of him. We're all a piece of him. Um, so this is, a, it's, it's a term I'm using loosely, but very, very deep at the same time. But you start to see things in a more godly way. And what I mean by that is you start to see things less judgmental. You start to see things in a way of just people having experiences. Um, you kind of sit back and it's you kind of go, it's not mine. It's theirs. This is for them to experience. It's not for me to experience. Um, or you start to see a bigger picture as to maybe why. Um, it's just you get more understanding. And it's it's amazing. And, you know, it's funny because people have been doing this for generations, millenniums, whatever you want. I mean, forever since, since existence. We've always called it something else. You know, how many times have you ever heard, are you ever going to grow up? Are you ever going to mature? Are you ever going to be this? I'd rather, I, I'd rather be 18 years all, of, all over again, but with the knowledge I have now, the experience I have now. Those are all things that we use or we say for the same thing that, you know, shifting or trans, trans, transforming is about. That, it, it's exactly what it is. Growing pains, they suck. But for all those people out there listening and went, oh, my God, I keep hearing these words shifting or and, and I'm shifting, I'm releasing, I'm shifting. That's what it is. And it's almost like if I could, if I was in a, if I was in a classroom setting, I'd be going, Hey, give me a set of hands <clears throat> that, you know, understand that they're shifting right now, or they're going through this right now. What's happening to them right now? Because I will bet to say a lot of people are, because as Michelle had stated, we're going into a lot of um, transitions with astrology. We're doing a lot of the planets. There's a lot of shiftings coming up. There's some solar eclipses. Is it solar eclipses? Oh my God. Astrology is not my world. Can you tell? Um, we have a lot going on with this, which is just incredible. Um, you'll also find when you go through shifting, when you go through this, and, I, you know, I have noticed that my family just probably looks at me like, oh, my God, she's going crazy again. God, she's hormonal or something again. Um, but, and which is totally fine because it's basically true. I mean, I'm not going to take that away from them because it's true. I'm going crazy again. Um, but I will tell you one thing I experience um, is the more that, Especially with this transition, I had another one that felt this large that really, really blew up my world about eight years ago. <clears throat> and it took me forever to get through that one. Hopefully this one doesn't take nearly as long. But people come out of the woodwork that maybe you've never met. You know, I have a lot of people on Facebook that um, on my personal page that have reached out messenger and just basically said, hey, I've never talked to you. I've never, I know we're friends. I've never really, I've never noticed you. But all my all of a sudden it's like I think about you. I there's something different with your energy. What's going on? Are you shifting? Because this one's big. This one's huge. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. And you will find that people will notice this. People will notice not just in your immediate circle, but other people will notice when you're going through this. When you're going through this shift. When you're going through this spiritual light, you know, um, kind of jumping up of things. Okay. Oh my God, I love my tea. By the way, that's dragon, dragon pearl tea. Love it. Anybody wants to send me Christmas presents? Dragon pearls are amazing. Um, <laughs> but um, it's just, it's amazing. So that's basically it. So I want to kind of look at this. And um, 
I want to see what this person kind of says because they every every site everything every time you Google shifting or transformation, spiritual awakening, whatever you want to call it, it's going to give you signs or symptoms as to um, you know you're going through it. So I want to read, and I could give you a whole list because I'll tell you what I'm going through it. I've gone through it. I know what they are, but I want to give you just a little bit more of somebody else's idea of this. So you begin to question your own beliefs, your goals, um, who you are at your core. We've already talked about because that's huge. And and I'll tell you what, I am doing that. But for myself right now, it's not like what are my beliefs or um, my goals. For me, it's like, what's next? What's next? What else is possible? Where are you taking me? Good morning, Gordon. Where else are you taking me? That's a big thing with shifting. As you really start to question or think or where am I going? What What's happening? Another one they write is, what you used to um, bring pleasure to you no longer holds for the same satisfaction. Oh my God, that's huge, isn't it? Isn't that huge? You know, I will tell you, everybody asks me, like I'll tell people, I don't drink. I don't drink. It's not because I'm a, you know, it's not because I'm an alcoholic. It's not because I can't handle my liquor. Um, unless it's vodka, I can really, really can't handle that. Um, <laughs> right? Because it was my drink of choice in my youth. But it's not something that gives me pleasure anymore. So it's not even something unless I'm on vacation. And I always tell people I drink in Mexico, I drink in Ireland, I drink in Scotland, I drink in Punta Cana, I don't drink in the United States. Um, and it's just because it's something that doesn't bring me pleasure anymore. But I also find that other things that don't bring me pleasure, I no longer do. It's kind of like cutting it away. It's cutting away those ties. It's cutting away those things. And you're finding other things that find pleasure. Um, for like myself, I used to find pleasure in going out and just having nonchalant conversations with, you know, the girls or friends. And now I'd rather get online and have a deep conversation um, about anything spiritual or anybody's viewpoint on it. And that's something that I can engulf me for hours. So really, when you go through this, you start to find different changes in that. Um, you do, you really become, you start to become more aware of other people's, you, you become more aware of your actions, but you also become more aware of other people's actions. And I think that comes with the whole side of seeing, of seeing things differently, really starting to notice things differently in a different light, because you do, you start to see things differently on so many different levels. Um, and you start to see actions versus reactions and how this gets caused or that gets caused. You may not partake in some of those things that you used to. You know, where I used to be a person, and I will say not that many years ago, where if somebody said something, said, oh my God, I can't believe this is going on, I would react to what they were saying, and I would jump right into that conversation. And it was almost a high to be part of that drama. And it was, that's exactly what it is, is drama. And now I look at it, I go, oh, okay, well, how do you feel about that? What do you? And it's almost like I turned into a psychologist in a way, like, where's that coming from? And I look at it from a different viewpoint. So uh, watching somebody else's re reactions has, you know, is a way for me to learn. And that really helps me go through this. But in the end, I start to react different because once you go through this process, you start to see things differently. And then again, like I said, this isn't a one time and done deal. This is stuff you go through life after life or, you know, throughout your life. Um <sighs> You do. I love, I just read this. Um, you have moments of despair. Yeah, you do. Um, you have parts where you feel like the world is falling apart around you. And it's not that it is. It's just that 
your beliefs, your thoughts, your processes, everything is about you does start to crumble. And that's the feeling I believe that is when life starts to fall apart around you. That is where you start to feel like, oh my God, my world's falling apart. But really it's not your world falling apart. I always, and you know, anybody that knows of the tarot or tarot, however you want to um, state it, they have a card in there. It's the, you know, it's the tower card. And in the tower card, it just shows total destruction of a building. You see chaos, the building's crumbling apart. You see explosions around it. And so many people look at this card like it's a negative card. But really, it's probably one of the most positive cards of the deck. Because if you look at it from a different point of view, in order to build something new, that old thing's got to come apart. And that's really that feeling of life falling apart around you is because things that no longer, good morning, Miss Faith, things no longer are what you believe they were. So that part has to crumple. That part has to fall away for you to leave way for new things to come in, new moments, new differences. You're also going to go through this and start finding a lot of silent moments. You know, like I'm already an introverted person. I mean, it, and I, I was just having a discussion with this with a friend over the weekend. Like, she's like, oh, my God, I see you here. And she's like, you can't tell me you're introverted because you are like bigger than life. When I have to be, I am. You know what I mean? When I have to be, I'm bigger than life. My energy's out there. It's it's all about there. But truly, true my heart, I'm a very introverted person. And I will spend hours, days, weeks in silence or as much as silence as I possibly can because I'm literally going through all of this and contemplating and looking at it and releasing and, and quote unquote, the shifting that I'm talking about. Um, so I think you guys are basically getting the gist of what I'm talking about here. It's, it's just with all of that. Well, I want to go back because when the spirit said, read this. So I want to go back to something and I will tell you, I wrote it, but it didn't write it. Okay. And, um, it is, it's channeled. It's channeled from spirit. It's channeled from one of my guides. Um, I can't even tell you which one because I'm in a trance class with Lisa Williams. And um, last week she had us do some channeling and channel writing. And it's basically where, you know, you, you, you open up a Gillette spirit to the writing. So I'm writing, you know, my pen's writing and this and that, but it's just the most beautiful experience when this happens because it's, it's like, you don't even hear the words in your head. They just go. And she gave us this, this goal to write something, to think of a word and then write. And it was funny because I didn't even think of the word. The word popped into my head and I wrote it simultaneously. It was literally at the same time. And I want to read it because Spirit said, read this. And it says, why? And then it says simply, why not? This seems to be a question we deal with often. Humankind does not understand to simply live. To experience. They do not understand to allow natural law to work as they experience life. They wish to make life difficult by always wanting the whys answered. The, the why is a question used to used when you doubt. Doubt is the place of fear. To not do is to question. And the why is to instead stop creation, to stop the flow of energy. To ask why is to give excuse not to not to sacrifice, to not surrender. Why? Simply as why not. And do go off to explore and expand. And I will tell you what, and I understand why they had me read that. I understand now why they said, hey, read this today. Because I'm sure while I've been talking about, they told me to talk about shifting and what shifting really is or what it's about. 
you know, a lot of people in your heads are probably going, why? Why go through that? It just sounds awful. And I think at the same time, when we go through this and we allow this process to be harder, it's because we are asking the whys versus allow it to simply happen. To allow it to go through the process, to allow it to experience the joy of it, the experience of the growth, the experience of the understanding. And just allow as those thoughts or those feelings come in to kind of give them the moments that they need to get what you need from them and to release them again into the ethers. To allow yourself to change, to allow yourself to experience life different, to allow yourself to see things in a different light, to maybe understand other people, to realize that there's different, um, I don't want to say levels, statuses, let's say statuses of people, of populations, and to realize that everybody's there for an existence for, of a reality. We're all there to experience things and that we are no different than anybody else. We're just living in our own our own corner of the world trying to experience and understand. And as you keep going through this and you keep shifting, there won't be a why as to why this happened. It'll just be almost like a bring it on, let's do this. Because living on the other side of that shift, living on the other side of the experience of going through this is just something so beautiful and so remarkable. And it's amazing to start to see things in a different light. And for the best example I have of that is think about when you were 16, 17, or 18 and how you might have viewed life compared to how you view it now. And then you'll understand that when you go through life, you've shifted many times. You've understood it many times and that growth is beautiful as you go through it. And the day when you finally die, you finally shifted as many times as you can on this earth. Because like they say, when it's time for your when it's your time to go, it's because you've literally learned all that you could learn here. And it's time to go back on, up into heaven. It's time to go back into the other side, to come back to another life, to start shifting all over again. With that being said, guys. Um, let's take a moment for a break. And when we come back, I hope I have Greg. This is Jet Renee and School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. A certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life regression, and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. This is Jet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB. Um, let's bring in Greg. Hey, Greg. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? 
I'm good. How are you doing? Fantastic. Do you know what I just realized? I don't. I've not seen you face to face since the first day I thought about ever doing radio and the advice you gave me. That would have been in uh, at uh, one of the body labs, right? Yes, about up in Minnesota. I mean, that yeah. was a few years ago. That's the last time I actually seen you face to face. I was like, God, I can remember all the the information you gave me, and and it all still rings in my head. Just so you know. <laughs> good, good. Well, I'm glad. Well, I mean, look at you now. Oh, it's a it's a big difference. I th I think I'm breaking some of the rules, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, Greg, tell everybody a little bit about you. Like, I talked to him about the paranormal and, and the ghost box and your radio, but what more is there about you? I mean, I'm, you know, the whole paranormal thing is, you know, it's 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 a lifestyle more than anything. It's not about, uh, it's not about a hobby. It's not about me going away on weekends and being in dark rooms. I mean, yeah, there is a lot of that too. But uh, the, the, the point of what I do is in a similar vein of what you do and mediums do and stuff. And it's, it's the whole point is reaching out to spirit and to try to help people who want to connect with loved ones who have passed. Um, and uh, I think we all have different ways of doing it. Mine is through a spirit box. That's how I've been doing it. That's how I feel comfortable doing it. Uh, from there, you know, as, as you had mentioned before I came on talking about introvert versus extrovert, I would agree with you. I am also an introvert. I'm very much to myself. I don't, you know, I my 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 close circle of friends is pretty small actually, and that's only because there's only so much energy I can take. Um, and but at the same time, what I love to do is I love to talk about the paranormal. I love to talk about what I do, you know. So I, I have a show. I have a radio show on AM nine fifty every Sunday uh, night. That is Ghost Box Live, and the purpose of that is simply to reach out to loved ones and uh, bring them through. I also am uh, doing a new show on Tuesday nights called uh, Ghost Box Live Experimental Sessions, where we're not reaching out to loved ones. We're going to reach out to different types of entities. Uh, we did one on angels, reaching out to angels, see what we get through a spirit box, aliens. Uh, this tomorrow night, uh, assuming I still go ahead, sometimes this new night is kind of iffy. Like sometimes I'll do it, sometimes I won't based on a lot of things. But uh, we're going to try to reach out to John Wilkes Booth. Oh. Um, you know, just to see what, you know, because I I firmly believe if someone passes, you don't like get on the spirit box and reach out to them right away. Someone, any family members, celebrity, whatever else. That is not what I want to do. But what I will do is, you know, I think, you know, 200 and some years is enough time for, well, John Wilkes Booth is not 200 and some years, but you get my point. Right. It's, it's enough time. I think that it's okay to, to check out. I've actually reached out to um, Abraham Lincoln. I've reached out to Mary Todd Lincoln and, and the response I got, and I should have actually included that one today. Yeah. The response I got from Mary Todd Lincoln and was on Ghost Box Live. It was so like it, it was just I mean, the whole the whole chat room just exploded when they heard it because it was so it, it was a it was an intelligent response. And it was a woman. And can I say with certainty that it was Mary Todd Lincoln? Of course not. But, you know, when we're, we're looking through here, we, mm -hmm. we know we know when we get a response, we know what it is. Um, yeah, exactly. And then I also am working with Paraflix. Uh, we're going to be doing, uh, I'm, I'm right now uh, retooling, <laughs> I'm retooling a show that I, I did back in 2015, uh, uh, you know, and, and uh, working on that. 
and that will come out again and uh, making new stuff. And just over the past month, been traveling around all over the country, going to locations and stuff and just having a just really embracing it, I guess. I love. I've been watching that journey of going across the country, and I'm like, I'm like, what, what hotel and what, what state are you in right now? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I've been traveling with Christy. Home. We've been going all over the place, and uh, I've just been, I've just been a uh, a fellow traveler, uh, and uh, talk. We're talking about uh, some events and stuff. Where the events is, you know, really it's about location. You know, it's about bringing people. I mean, that's something I've always loved to do was expose people to the paranormal mm -hmm. and look at it. You know, the, I think so many people talk to me about it and they're like, Ooh, I'd love to get scared and stuff. And it's like, well, this isn't the haunted mansion at Walt Disney world. No, this is, this is, you know, I look at it as a beautiful thing and everyone, your mileage may vary. You can do whatever you want to do as far as how you think about it. Mm -hmm. But I like to think I bring peace to people when we start talking about bringing back, you know, Aunt Sally, you know, through a, right. through a box or something like that, just as you will when yeah. you do your readings and stuff. Yeah, well, and I, I completely understand that because last year I actually partook in my first paranormal investigation. Um, and when I walked in, because, you know, anybody that know, knows me, I would tell them I will never be paranormal. I don't want to be paranormal. I want to talk to dead people, but I don't want them going boo. You yeah. know, I, there was just this fine line I didn't want. Um, and through students, I ended up finding I was doing more paranormal or teaching people to go into do a medium to do paranormal work. So hence, here I am. I actually ended up in Edinburgh Manor, yes. you know, which is a crazy, crazy haunted place and probably the best place I could have probably ended up, you know, for so many variety of experiences. But it was so funny because I went with the paranormal team and their equipment would not work. They would not respond with the equipment, but they would talk to the medium. You know, and here I am bringing my tools, which were obviously yeah. my, my abilities, but I also brought like, um, my daughter was using a pendulum. I brought mm -hmm. um, dowsing rods, things that people could visually see to get answers, you yes. know, but it was my world of it and not somebody else's world of it. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that was the thing that when I started in the, in the field myself, I really wanted to have. Uh, to work with with a medium on investigations and stuff, I can't imagine not. Right. Uh, because there is, and there is that wonderful piece of validation between equipment and 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 a medium. And that's not saying that's the only reason why I wanted to have a medium with, but there is something. And and I will tell you, the mediums I've worked with, they've enjoyed getting the validation too. Because I, I and correct me if I'm wrong, I always feel like there's always a little bit. Of hesitation sometimes when you're in an area in a, in a location that maybe you're not familiar with mm -hmm. you're getting messages in and you want to also have validation that you're getting the correct messages and stuff too 110 percent. you know um i went on one of us and this is just right up that alley i can't talk much about it but i went on one investigation last year and um you know and i talked a little bit before you came in i would sit there and tell you that ghost box i never believed in it. it to me it was just you know what i mean this annoying noise i'm like oh my god what are you literally hearing through this and in my mind as they were looking at which ghost box to take into the field i literally in my mind went unless it says my name through that box and i can hear it clearly there's no way and i no, i didn't say this to anybody else nobody knew it was in my mind and here we go out to investigate and this box says my name 
clear as and I'm like, humans can't say my name. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, to me, it's very simple to look at it and say Diet, but most people mispronounce it five different ways, you know. So for the fact that that box said it, I went, whoa, okay, there's something to this. There's something, you know, and to find out through this box, through a lot of parts of the investigation I wasn't there for, it had been talking about me and an experience that was going to come to light throughout all this investigation, but it, we all had to come together to put the pieces together. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And that's the thing too. I've, I've, I've said the same thing. If, if you can get a name that is, that is not usual. That's something because I think a lot of people would be like, well, that's just radio. And absolutely. Sometimes it is just radio. Sometimes you will uh, listen. And I like during the, the ghost box sessions I do on Sunday nights, I'll just be like, that's radio. You know, when was well, first of all, you know, spirits aren't going to be offering you a deal on a car. So right. if you hear something like that, or maybe they will, maybe who am I to say, but right. if I think that that is generally like, if you get a name like yours or mm -hmm. like my name coming through, that could be anything to be very honest. It's really hard for me to honestly validate my name came through because it's one syllable. Right. Anything that's one syllable to me is, is kind of up for really uh, debate. But if you can get multiple syllable word, if you can get a full sentence, and there's a lot of different types of spirit boxes. I use one that is mass produced. And I know a lot of purists will be like, well, you know, oh, that's, you know, no one likes that one, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, it works for me and it works for people. I have, I have tons of spirit boxes. I have about 40 of them. So right. I have, I have my choice of whatever <laughs> I want to use, but I keep going back to the one I started with. I, it just, something works for me for it. Right. Uh, just like other people, it works better for them. You know, that's the great thing about it. It's you, you should be using the tools that, that work with you, whether it's, it's your mediumship, it's your spirit box or mediumship and spirit box, which I find is really interesting also. Right. And I, I just think that's beautiful. So how did you get into this work? I mean, I know as a medium, I was born into this, but it doesn't mean I started doing it as a little girl, you know? Yeah. I'm not one of those people who will be like, well, I've had this, you know, you know, this spirit in my closet when I was two. I mean, it's, it sounds amazing to be able to have those things. I did have long time ago I did have like when my grandma died and I was like four years old uh after her funeral I was in the living room with my mom and there was just a big sweetness of of smell of roses mm -hmm. and it, it came and went just like it was so powerful and then it left and I just said to my mom I said what what's that and she just said it's your grandma I mean just without you know missing a beat for years i thought i just made that up and finally about five years ago uh i asked my mom i said did this really happen and i didn't really expect her to even remember she goes no that that was you you're correct with that but after that i wasn't like you know i, I never really gave it much thought to be very honest uh and then i st I, I have to say i started watching some of the shows um and one of them had a spirit box on it because I'd seen different things over the years because there's always a fringe of paranormal television somewhere, yeah. right? There's always one show or something and you'd watch it and just be like, well, okay. Some of the stuff that they would do to try to reach out to spirits was 
really asinine. It was just mm-hmm. like, what is this? But I watched a couple of them and one was using a spirit box. Okay. Uh, at that point, it was not the SB7. They were using like not a Frank's box, which was one with, you know, what we consider to be the, the, the originator of the, of the spirit box. But it was, it was like a hack and they were getting responses. And I thought to myself, this is really interesting. If I could really get something at that, like, like live, basically, this is really interesting to me and I'd like to try it. And I worked at that point in a building uh, in downtown Minneapolis that was built in 1916. It was an old warehouse building converted into uh, businesses. I worked for an advertising agency there, Carmichael Lynch, and they had what they call the creepy basement. You know, everywhere has a creepy basement. <laughs> and yes. I had a friend. I had a friend there. I could just end that sentence with, I had a friend, and that'd be shocking enough. But I, I had a friend that worked there and uh, with me, and he was watching the same stuff. He actually worked remotely in Texas, so he had come in once in a while. He said to me, how about the next time I come in, let's let's see if we can get a spirit box and and go down there and try it and whatever. And I I said, sure. And so I went to this, you know, super amazing paranormal shop for, uh, you know, equipment called Amazon. And I ended up (laughs) getting, uh, it's actually this box, this very box. uh, And uh, he came in, we went downstairs. I I, working in advertising, working in television production. I wanted to make something. I didn't want to just do, I wanted to make something. So we brought cameras down and we, you know, didn't really understand how certain things worked. But I turned on the spirit box and I said, is, is there, can I get a name of somebody here, please? And almost immediately we got the, the name Nate. Oh. And we just, we just looked at each other and we're like, okay. And then can, can we get your last name, please? And we got Lund. And we're in the basement. So it wasn't like you're not picking up the radio frequencies. And we're like, wow. And that was how the whole night progressed, where one right after the other, you know, it just, we actually went back upstairs to a room that was uh, pretty active, actually, in in the agency. And uh, we went up there and uh, I said, and I mean, all this is recorded. I have it all. And I said, my name is Greg. Uh, This is Jeff. Could you say Greg and Jeff? And you get Greg, Jeff. And we were just like, this is incredible. And at that point, I knew that Mm -hmm. I needed to do this. I knew that it was cool. But what I didn't realize was that I started, I didn't know how to turn it into something. I didn't know there was a paranormal community. I didn't know anything. I just wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to go and see if I could get more spirit interaction. And I started to have dreams about investigating places like being in places and i dreamt about it every night for about at least three months every single night i'm dreaming about investigating i need to do this i need to do this i need to do this i was at places they weren't scary it wasn't scary it was just i need to do this and Mm -hmm. so that was what you know and finally i i put together a massive paranormal team of just me Mm -hmm. and i just was like I, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but I'm going to do this. I want to go and do things. So I kind of started a sort of, uh, I called them audio investigations where I went, I recorded everything with audio and then I put together like kind of like a podcast, but it was an investigation in audio form. Okay. And it was a lot of work, everything you do, everything you do production wise in general, but it, when you're doing it with paranormal, it's a lot of work because mm-hmm. you have to know, you have to get it right. right. I, in my opinion, you have to know 
what you got to be 100% sure of what you're putting out there because people are just going to otherwise, you That's know, correct. yeah, and, and it's fine to be skeptical, but you know, sometimes they're not very friendly about it either. So, yes. but that was what that was really what it came to. And then finally, I started going to like events. I was, I was asked to go to an event in, um, in uh, uh, where was it? I, I can't even think of it off the top of my head. But we, it was an event that was put on other teams. Or the first time I ever was like let out in public, and there was okay. other teams there, and everyone was like, "Oh, Spirit Box, yeah, we have one. We never use it. We don't. We don't really buy into that." And I'm like, "Oh wow, okay." But I was somehow a speaker at this thing. Like we, it was a panel of us, and mm -hmm. we all played pieces of recordings of what we called evidence right. and all my stuff was from spirit box. I played my stuff and afterwards everyone came up to me and they're just like, we've never heard anything like that before coming from our spirit boxes. Wow. And I'm like, well, okay. You know, I don't know what to say to that, to be honest. Well, and you know, that gets, you know, I kind of understand that. Well, at least in my own world, I understand that because I've actually had people in my community that go, um, that have actually contacted me. And this is, you know, before a year ago. Now I would say yes and go, but this is before a year ago, where people are using like their computers or whatever, and they're getting hold of me going, I have I've been speaking to the spirit in my house, blah, blah, blah. And they're telling me to reach out to you. To me, before I was like, Are you crazy? Why would I walk into you? <laughs> you know, why would I walk into your house if you're telling me you're actively doing this? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah. am I walking into a trap? What am I walking into? You know, so yeah, now I kind of look back at it and go, wait a second, there's a lot of people out there doing this now, yes. you know, <clears throat> yeah. you know, so, oh my God, Jody wrote my, oh my God, Greg, you're cracking me up. I love your sarcasm. You, a huge paranormal team of one. <laughs> it is true. I mean, eventually, eventually we, 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 we doubled in size to two. Right. Right. Uh, and then now, now I don't really, I don't recognize um, as a paranormal team. It's just basically I do my own thing uh, for the most part, um, just because it's, I, I stopped doing uh, house investigations after a while, uh, mainly because I felt I can help people better through the work I'm doing now, right. uh, more one-on-one. -on -one. But also, like you talked about going to people's houses, yeah. it can be kind of uh, a pain uh because you can get in there you can you can figure out or have your best guess you can work with them you can do everything and then if it doesn't work we have been we had noticed when i was doing the work with nicole hopala mm -hmm. we had noticed a lot of people coming back to us blaming us for that things were not resolved and getting angry and getting worked mm -hmm. up over it and it was like you know we we don't come in with any ill intent obviously we don't charge you know we're traveling to places outside you know of the twin cities to help people and then they're just angry and we thought boy maybe maybe not maybe not or take a break or something once in a while i'll go if someone wants my help uh, i see char on here yeah. char and i have done uh stuff uh together uh we're gonna do some more um but it, i just got to be careful and like you mentioned you know going into someone's house you know obviously you have to have the right forms and you have to do the prelim to make sure that the people you're working with you know that that they're not the sole how do you say a problem, you know, right. 
Well, no, I, I completely get it because I have people that call me and say, we come to a house clearing and I've done a few. And when I walk through the door, it's like, there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I feel it at this time. Well, I'm not coming to your house at three o'clock in the morning when the activity is here. But right now there's nothing here. Yep. And I always explain to them on a few fold. And I, I literally bring a sage with me. I bring a, a shell and I bring a feather basically. And I said, I'm going to teach you how to do this because you're going to sage your own energy. So I come in to educate them. And then I let them know. I'm like, you know, I'm a medium. I'm not God. I cannot force somebody to evacuate your house. You know, think about they moved here before you did, you know, and it's like they've been living rent free for a long time. I can't tell them they have to go. They've got to make their own choice to go, you know, and so that's a whole that's it's almost like a rabbit's hole sometimes. So I just give them the education and the tools and say, here you go. Let, let me educate you instead. We, we had a situation where uh, there was a neighbor in an apartment building, the, not the person being affected, but the neighbor uh, was constantly bringing up the spirit interaction to the person who was getting, who was having the problems. And we, we suggested to this person, stop interacting with your neighbor about that subject. Let your neighbor know that this is, um, that we can't talk about it. Because we know you just don't keep talking about it. The more you talk about it, the more it continues. Yep. And and so uh, we we said, please don't communicate with her about it. We didn't say don't communicate with her again. We don't say don't be friends with her. Just right. don't talk about this. Mm-hmm. We, we were off at an investigation in Owatonna, Minnesota, which is not, nowhere near where we did the investigation. And uh, we get this call from not not our client, but that neighbor. How dare you tell him that I you can't talk he can't talk to me anymore. How dare you do this? How dare you do that? And uh, then she said, you know, I'm just going to call all the media outlets and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to smear your guys's name. We're going to do all this. And first of all, I said, great, call them because I can't imagine them caring about a paranormal team that didn't get rid of a ghost. But you know, if it works, that's great publicity. Right. Um, but it, it was really like this, this is becoming uh, really troublesome, and and we I've I've sat in on a couple of uh, meetings with potential clients over the last few years where it's just like I'll I'll listen to them, I'll go through stuff, and and it's pretty easy to kind of see where where this isn't a good fit for me. I guess is right. the best way to put it. I will always recommend them to someone else. It's not my place to stop them from getting someone to come out and help them. But I, uh, I just, I, I feel like you got to be careful. And you have to be careful for your own safety when you go to places. Yeah. And that's just as, as I do. I send them to the people, you know, like I, Ellie um, is up here now, um, and she's a friend of mine. And people that need house please, they need that energetic. I will give them her name and say mm-hmm. Ellie is the person for you. Trust me, she's she's done my place. She's tremendously amazing at this. Mm-hmm. She has success. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not my forte. It just isn't. You know, I'd rather give you the education and walk away and let somebody that really does this work do this work. Yeah. You know, so to me, which is amazing. So, so I know you brought some um, some things with you today. So I want to kind of talk about those so people get more of an experience and understanding of that. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the and the thing is, you know, we'll we'll play. This is this is the part where I start apologizing for what you're going to hear. It, it like a bit of like, well, you know, if you don't hear what I think you're what I think it is, this is why, you know, that whole that whole spiel. Right. But I mean, in all honesty, 
it's like uh, it's hard to hear. Sometimes it's hard to hear. I mean, I grab in my mind, if I can't hear it and other people can't hear it, then it's not it's not uh, it's not worthy of of keeping, you know, that, that there should be some sort of reason why um i i put this stuff out here so it's going to be through multiple spirit boxes we have three pieces and i don't know if when we play and we play them like twice in a row or something whatever um, you want i mean todd's on the other side waiting for your direction to do whatever so, so one of the things about this too is that um that this is i'm just trying to i'm trying to think the best way to explain it um Normally we would have people, if we had all the time in the world, we'd have people try to guess what it is, but we don't. I'm going to right. tell them what I, what I believe it is. Right. You do not have to agree. No, I'm saying this to everyone. No one has to agree. Um, that's the purpose of evidence. It's not, there is not set in stone what it is. This is something that I believe it is. Right. But other people will come back and be like, well, it might be this or that. That's, that's what it should be. It should be a starting point of a conversation. Right. Yet I'm right. I know what it is. Right. So we got that out of the way. Um, well, I, and I'll tell you right now, what you sent in, I have not listened to him yet because I wanted to have virgin ears for it. But Todd, my producer, he's an old investigator. Like he's worked with like <clears throat> TV people and everything. So I know he liked them. <laughs> so, okay. You know, he's walking away uh, from investigation and gotten into radio. <laughs> do, do you want Do you want me to say what I believe it is? Or do you want to you know what? I'm going to let you do this the way you do this. And well, well, you know what I mean? I'll follow your lead on this. So I'm okay. so interested. I like to, I always like to talk about what, what it is that how, how we got here. But um, so the first one is at a place called the soap factory in St. Anthony, Maine, Minnesota. And uh, it's one of my favorite places. You can't investigate there anymore. Uh, it's been shut down. I think it was turned into condos. I'm not sure what's left of the original building, but it had quite a history. And I actually did uh, one of my episodes of my web series on it. And it was an amazing place, wonderful energy, wonderful spirits. Okay. Um, we were doing interviews one night, getting ready and whatnot, and it was after we're done shooting. We're down in the basement, and uh, I had it was a hack shack, is what they call this type of spirit box, which is a radio shack radio from the '90s that has a digital tuner, and you you take it so it bypasses stopping at stations. Okay. Uh, so then it goes through your frequencies, uh, so that becomes a spirit box. Uh, we were we were sitting in a circle we're standing in a circle and suddenly um I, we felt this black little mass move between our legs and moved out and we had the spirit box running now our first first thought was like it was not like oh it's a demon it's something dark it was like i think this is a dog so i asked the question is somebody's dog here and this is the response so if we could play zero zero one that would be awesome Is somebody's dog here? It's pretty hard. I just say it's a dog. Do you want? Would you mind playing it one more time, please? Is somebody's dog here? It's pretty hard. What I have always believed it was is a man saying, "That's my dog." Okay. Okay. Yeah, do you want to hear it? Again? Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Is somebody's dog here? It's pretty hard. Yeah. That's that's that is one of my favorites. That yes. is, sometimes it takes a while for them to respond. Right. 
but this was like that there is there is no gap missing in that it was literally like that's my dog that's amazing. I like that because you can hear it. And I was, you know what, when I'm hearing somebody's dog here, I'm almost waiting to hear rough, rough. You know what I mean? Like a dog barking is what I was expecting. I got one at one time in a, in a cemetery uh, where it was uh, a dog barking. And then uh, the next part of the recording was uh, here, boy, come here. That's it. Or something like that. It was like it's clearly somebody talking to a, like a dog and a dog to come with them. Wow. You know, and there was nobody there with me. So yeah, that was that was really cool. It's one of my favorites. It just it's so it, you know it's just kind of cool to think you know, it's just somebody answering. And here's here's why I think this stuff is interesting. When you hear "That's my dog," it's yeah. the same voice going through yeah. it. It's yeah. not if it was radio, it would not it would not do that. There would have been right. a lot of a lot of stations that it would have hit. So. Right. I like that because you're right. It's exactly what you heard. I mean, it's, it's like somebody, I like that. That was interesting. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. That. Now the next one, I will, I will walk through what this is. Uh, okay. It was, it was, uh, this is going to be uh, number two. And this was at uh, the Morris Jamel mansion in New York city in Morris Jamel mansion. Uh, at one point it was built in like the 1750s. And it was at one point, George Washington's headquarters for about three months during the American Revolution. Afterwards, sometime afterwards, it fell uh, to uh, Eliza Jamel, who uh, married, uh, uh, oh, I always forget who she marries, but it's, it's, uh, it's not Aaron Burr, it was the one who, uh, who he, he killed, um, and I'm, I'm blanking on it, but she ended up being the richest woman in America. Oh, okay. And she, I mean, we had, that was, the whole day had been pretty crazy. We weren't even there to investigate. We went there to check it out. And then I asked uh, the, uh, the the people running the place, I said, you know, I, I do this. Is there any way I can like do a spirit box session somewhere? Thank you, Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton, yeah. Um, do a spirit box uh, session somewhere that um, it'd be on people's way. And they were just like, absolutely. And they put us in different rooms and stuff. They were very, very kind to us. Um, so, but my friend Robert got affected there and uh, he was affected upstairs. He just was kind of in a, I don't want to say a trance, but he just was out of it for a bit. Right. We went downstairs and we were outside in the front yard of the place and he was just kind of wandering the perimeter and I was doing a spirit box session outside. I didn't hear a thing, not, not a word. I didn't hear anything. I was recording, but I didn't hear anything. So I thought, ah, you know, didn't get much out of this, whatever. Right. So I went back home and this is for those audio investigation things I was doing. I went back home and I started listening and I heard Robert's name. And so I went back and I kept kind of going back to the recording because then I started hearing more of it. And it was a, it was a complete sentence. Oh, wow. And I think uh, what we'll do, why don't we just play it and he, play it once and see if you can pick up on what's being said. Okay. Let's do it again, please. Yeah. Now, this is one of those that, like, especially with earphones and stuff, is pretty clear. Once again, it's the same voice. This is on an SB7. What we got, what we believe it is, is go home robert okay i was gonna say because you hear a word and then it's like 
the, the, the static and then you hear another word and then you hear a little, and then you hear more. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Should we do it one more time? Yeah, please do. Oh, wow. It really is. Oh my gosh. I wasn't listening to the very end. I was listening to the, the little bit of music and my ear was shutting off at that, the Robert part. Mm -hmm. uh, very distinct. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful piece. And we actually got her. I, we believe we got Eliza Jamal. I believe we got Eliza Jamal in the kitchen. I was asking questions for who, you know, whoever worked in the kitchen. Right. And we get this woman who just says, stop it. Wow. And it, it, that to me, that could be nobody other than Eliza Jamal. Right. And it's just a wonderful I didn't include it, but it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh piece of recording that is like who on earth you know this is so clear and so nice and so much emphasis you know right. on, on the words it's it's really cool uh the last one is a little bit you know this one is a little bit darker and i want to explain something about it um i think this is a good reminder of how spirits will try to um try to scare you uh -huh. Especially if if they feel they can scare you, it doesn't mean that they're doesn't mean that they're demons or anything, but they're going to try to uh, you know it's poker face I think in a sense. Mm -hmm. So I was at Veliska, the Veliska Axe Murder House. This was way way back, and uh, it was a crazy night. Uh, not a great night to be very honest. I mean, a great night for interaction, but not a great night energetically or emotionally. Right. And we were upstairs in the parents' bedroom. And we had this, um, we had the recording going, had a spirit box going. And what you're going to hear, and I am going to, I'm going to explain what you hear on this because I think it's easier because there's three things that happen here. Uh, first off, you're going to hear Greg. It does not sound like it comes to the spirit box. So you're going to hear me very faintly ask, did somebody say my name? Okay. Everyone is looking at me, shaking their head no. But you hear very quickly in the spirit box, a voice says, I did. Okay. And then I say, you know my name. What is your name? And the response that we get is Satan. Okay. So if we could play, that's number three, please. You said my name. What is your name? Oh. Should we play it one more time? Yeah. You said my name. What is your name? Wow. Now, what is not included on the recording is afterwards, I kind of just go, start kind of going off being like, you're not Satan. Don't even try. Don't even do this because right. it's not right. You know, it's, it's, it's really, uh, it's, it's really one of those things that people get scared. They want and they go to Velisca to get scared mm -hmm. back then. So, so many years ago, right. I went there to, I mean, knowing that, knowing I was going to get scared and not really knowing what I was doing. That's the difference. And that's the part that's kind of like, that's when I learned um, that you have to know what you're doing when you do this. 
That's, you know, because up mm-hmm. until then it was like, oh yeah, let's do this. I mean, I, I never was disrespectful or anything, but right. just kind of like, oh, whatever. When you get into a situation like that in the aftermath of that investigation, which was about three months of feeling like someone was with me the entire time mm-hmm. and started to, they started to affect my coworkers and my friends. Every, the energy was just getting ruined everywhere. Um, and to the point that I was just about done with um, doing this. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that That's when it became like, now you have to do things seriously. And I really wasn't a part of any team or anything. I hadn't been to like uh, Faribault, Minnesota. I haven't been to that, that little uh, uh, convention where mm-hmm. I got to speak and stuff. I didn't meet a lot of people. I met some people online and we went out to the investigation together. And um, to be perfectly honest, the person who ran the investigation is not a way that I would ever run an investigation nowadays. So what do you do? Because you said like, you know, back then, you know, and I do believe that because like we both know I teach psychic mediumship development. And I always tell people, you know, when in my world of mediumship, I don't have to do a lot of protection because those spirits are want to talk to me. They want to help. They want, you know, I mean, going into paranormal is a totally different genre, you know. So how do you go in with that idea of protection? How do you go in to say this is safe, this is the right way to do it? I mean, there, there's a couple things that, that are, I think are at play here. Uh, let, me, let me start with like uh, what I do for Ghost Box Live Sunday nights. I will walk people through protection. And even though the intention is for love and light, you know, I think there's always a possibility we've had it where something comes through that we're not, we weren't expecting, we didn't invite. And I'm not saying it's it's inherently evil or anything like that, but it's just how it works. And like we've had uh, we've had uh, Denise and Ernie Pack from Waverly Hills. They were they they sometimes join in in terms of watching and stuff. And Sarah from Waverly Hills comes through, and she comes through the spirit box, which is great. But mm-hmm. then the person who murdered her had also come through, and you could feel the energy change completely right then and there just as I'm feeling a change right now as it happens. Right. And uh, so what what is, what is I do is I walk them through a, just a general protection. And I always say to them, first of all, you don't have to do if you don't want to. I'm not forcing anyone to. Everyone has different belief systems. Right. And if you have your own way of protection, then that's how you need to do it. But, you know, just the whole thing of making sure your, your feet are firmly planted on the ground. First of all, ground yourself, take a deep breath, get yourself ready for this. And then we start just with the bright light and how it emanates. And what I like to do, once I feel like it's covering me completely, I like to kind of push that energy all around my house to protect those in the house who are not taking part in this, you know, um, and my animals and everything else. Uh, I tend to, I I just tend to want to make sure that people have the option to protect themselves. And we always set out the intention then of love and light, uh, love and above, and that uh, we only want to reach out to people's loved ones or anyone who wants to talk to us as long as you are, you know, in a space of, of kindness, basically. Okay. I like that because it, it is, it's really important. You know, I know for myself, the, well, I've done a few investigations last year. I walked in with that protection and walked away with like, y'all need to stay home here now. This is your home. I'm going to my home. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to take any of you home with me. That's yeah. how we end. That's how we end every session. We close the circle. We, you know, we, we make sure. And I, I'm very stated. And I ask them, I ask them being the people watching, please do this as well. Mm-hmm. I also, one thing I do at the end of 
every Sunday night session or as much when I feel I'm able to is I, I, I cross spirits over. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And, and I didn't realize, you know, it's, it's a real tough thing to actually do online because you kind of, you have to kind of get over the hump of, you may look a little silly to those just watching and, and the way I do it. You know, it's not like I start like, you know, shaking or anything, but I just shut my eyes and I imagine, you know, uh, a light and I, I ask them to come through and then, and through the spirit box, we will get like, I'll ask, do you see it? Do you see it? And we'll get, I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. Have you crossed? Yes, I have. Thank you. We've gotten all of that before. Mm -hmm. And so I, I had a reading with Nita uh, in uh, she's in UK, Ireland. I forget where she is exactly. And she said to me, she goes, I don't, she goes, I don't know really what you do, mm -hmm. but you, you, you bring spirits home, don't you? You take, you show them the way home, don't you? Mm -hmm. And I was, I was kind of floored and I said, I do actually. And I explained what I do. And she goes, I've never watched your stuff. She says, but I do know that you, that is something that you do. And that's what you you should continue doing and that that was validation for me that um that i was on the right path for that oh yeah because i'll tell you what they've actually got me on film crossing i think they were expecting me to shake and everything else and i literally just called my shut my eyes started speaking to the spirit like i do in my mind there's no big fireworks there's no mm -mm. <laughs> you know it's just beautiful it's it's the energy shift though that I feel the most. And I feel that other people watching are feeling it as well when it happens. Uh, I get a lot of comments of people are saying, I can feel it and the people are getting emotional over it. And we, when we do it in person, we did one just a couple of weeks ago at the Grand House. And we, I did, the first time I did not use Spirit Box to, to help cross. And we, it just became very powerful in the room. And it just became like, this is, this is, this is one of the greatest gifts I think you could ever do for someone is to help them if they want to find their way to uh, home or wherever they need to go, whatever they need to do. Yeah. You know, and I love how you said, say that because I went to, I should say my very first investigation last year and I won't state the place I went um, just because of what they stated to me. Sure. But the first thing is when they bring us into a room, because it's one of those investigations where you're showing up and the team is actually leading it and you're just kind of listening to stuff. And they wanted to make sure we didn't have any crystals, this, that, sage, or anything. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, we've had people come in with this with the intent of crossing people over. And that's not what we want, is it? And I'm like, why Why would you want to trap children here? Why would you, if you say you have all this, why do you want to trap that here? You know, um, so I, to me, it didn't make sense. It really didn't. And, and and it that becomes a different thing in my opinion. I don't know where you were, but I have seen some places that they don't want you to cross because they it's their money maker. Yeah. To to have that, and that's it's it's inherently wrong to right. do so. Yeah, and that's just funny because literally, I crossed anyway. <laughs> I mean, you put me in a room, you know what? And they're going, hey, let's do this, let's do that. You know what? It's going to happen. You know, what I mean, if if I can help them, I'm going to help them. End of story. You know. It, it feels to me, and I, I, I might be barking up the wrong tree here, but it feels to me if, if someone is saying don't cross someone over, then they don't believe that spirits are even there or spirits yeah. exist at all in my mind because it's like that's no different than imprisonment if, if you can help. And sometimes we can't, but if you can help, then you should help. Yes, and I'm a firm believer in that. I really am because people don't realize that 
and and let's kind of take this back a little bit because I know people are like, you know, they're still looking at the 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 haunted houses, this the paranormal that aspect, you know, and they'll say that these souls are trapped here. Well, they're not necessarily trapped. They've made a conscious decision at the time of death to stay. Mm-hmm. And for whatever period of time, they're there for whatever period of time until all of a sudden somebody like you or me or somebody comes in to say, hey, you know what? You don't need to stay. You know what? It's not as bad as you think. Let's let's find out your story. Let's let's help you to feel better about yourself as a soul to be able to cross over onto this other existence. You know, and and people don't realize that it's it's um there's a, a magnet just like you have a million choices here on earth. The soul has all that choice too at, at the time of death. You know, and some just don't either. They're afraid of it. Some I've met that didn't even know they died. They didn't even know they died and they're still living in that loop, you know, or, oh my God, God will never forgive me because that's what the religion was or. That's, that's exactly, that's, that's, I think the number one that I run into personally is that they don't, they're too afraid to cross because they don't know what's waiting for them. Yeah. And it scares them. And it's, it's just huge, you know, and. To help a you know, and to help a soul that's been that way, especially if you think about it, and I don't know if you've had this, and like you've been doing this so much longer, and I've only had such short experiences. And now I haven't had I've I've seen some shadow, shadow people, you know what I mean? And I've been very lucky that I'm always away from like somebody'll call me up, a student will call me up, or somebody'll call me up and say, Hey, can you remote view the house? And I talk to the house, I talk to the spirits. I'm like, just stay away from the sister in the basement. I know you can't see it, but you got a shadow down there and it's crawling the halls and the walls and, you know, just, it'll be fine. It doesn't want you, you know? Yeah. But they'll talk, oh my God, this one's so evil. And I'm like, no, you just got, excuse me, language, a really pissed off spirit. They were angry when they died. They're even more pissed because it's been 200 years, yeah. you know, <laughs> and you're trampling in on them. You know? I, I, I always say, I always say to people, because people are, I, it's not people, that's so general. Um, But sometimes I run into folks that they're just like, you know, oh, well, it's dark or whatever. It's like, if you are a jerk in life, you're going to, you're going to be a jerk in death because when you die, you don't sprout wings and fly away and that you're angelic. You are the same person. Right. Um, and so if you like to cause a little bit of havoc or just have fun with people mm-hmm. who, who wouldn't, who wouldn't do that in <laughs> death a little bit to cause a little bit of, uh, of, uh, you know, a little bit of fun sometimes. And sometimes people are just angry because, you know, you know, Grandma Grandma Mary didn't like the fact that you were going to change the wallpaper in the house that you just inherited from her. She's going to stick around and right. let you know, I do not approve of that decision. Right. And that's just it. And people don't understand that. Yeah. So now do you come into contact with some negative then that really is maybe not of this world or not of spirit? Yeah. I, I, I guess, you know, um, demonic, whatever you want to call it. I mean, because I, I think there's a whole lot of genre of terms. I don't know if I've ever run into anything demonic, personally. Right. I don't think that, you know, there was a lot of darkness at that Velisca investigation. There was, uh, I consider, probably perhaps elemental energy at, uh, we, we did an investigation up at the Azusa Mountains in uh, California, outside of Los Angeles. Uh, my friend Roger, he took me up to a place, and I, I one of my biggest memories of that was we had a campfire there and I look and you could see all the trees around you and and we have some uh, we have some devices out I look back up you don't see the trees anymore it's just black oh wow and it's just like I don't know what that is and I'm not saying that that's negative I mean to say because something is black it means it's negative it's it's not correct but we didn't know what it was Um, but but 
the spirit box and there's some who might be listening who have heard my sessions with aliens i've done two public uh sessions trying to reach out to alien and uh we get noises coming through the box that i've not picked up before that we've not heard is that coincidence i don't know but you know we get responses like are you are you like embedded on earth and we'll get yes we also did one where um we reached out to angels like i would like to speak to angels i would like to speak with uh, any angelic being um and we started getting like female responses that are of a different like uh octave and we got like i'm pointing over here because i always have another camera on my my equipment table as well and i have like a flashlight and it would turn on and someone pointed out the the light that was sprouting out Mm -hmm. looked like an angel like it's right. just the figurine of an angel. Now that's probably paradoia, meaning that it's it's just what we're seeing. But at right. the same time, it's really neat to be able right. to make those things. And it just, it was light, the air was light, people were feeling really good in the comments about it. It was really uh, just a really pleasant experience, you know? And, and unfortunately, I mean, I'm not going to do my experimental sessions on Tuesday nights being like, tonight we're gonna reach out to demons, but we're right. probably gonna reach out to stuff that is not what I would normally reach out to on Sunday night. And I always try to be very specific that Sunday nights are for friends and family you're trying to reach and we'll cross over spirits. Tuesday will be not about your friend. We can't, it's like mixing oil and water, in my opinion. It's not worth doing to try to be like John Wilkes Booth, are you there? And then be like, okay, let's get your aunt to come through. It just, it doesn't feel right. It feels, it feels messy and it feels like that could lead to a lot of uh, uh, unpleasantness. Right. And you know, every time you say John Wilkes Booth, I just want to know what, what his thought was at that last moment. Because, you know, for me, I don't think he planned it. I think he just was like a suicide thing, just let something snapped. (laughs) Every time I think about him, that's how I feel. Like something snapped, boom, walked almost like done, you know? Absolutely. And there's been rumors uh, that he had actually, he did not die uh, when they caught him, that he had lived for another like 30 some years. And then his body was... Uh, shared at uh, county fairs and state fairs around the country and carnivals and stuff. And I want to ask him yeah. if that's the case. And, uh, you know, if, if I have quick time to tell a quick no, story about that. Mary Todd. Yeah. Uh, I, I, had, I really wanted to reach out to Lincoln because I saw a documentary that really, I really thought was interesting. And I, uh, I, I, I reached, I, I did meditation before the show and I said, uh, President Lincoln, if I may reach out to you during this, it's going to be other people going to be watching. May I uh, talk with you? And the flashlight turned on. Right. Like, yes. I'm like, thank you. Also, may I have permission to reach out to Mary Todd right. also? And it went off again. So I, I reached out to him and I don't remember what I said. I have it recorded and we get a voice and that voice has turned up a couple of times since that I now put with Lincoln. But with Mary Todd, the question I tried to ask, and it really is messy when I did it live, because getting a voice that we thought was Lincoln threw me off, to be very honest. The the chat was going crazy with, oh my God, oh my God, it's him, it's him. And so I'm kind of getting really excited about it. So the question I was trying to ask Mary Todd is, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, you, when you were alive, you were a spiritualist, you uh, communicated with spirits. Now that you've passed, do you uh, reach out to the living 
or do you talk to the living? And so I kind of messed it up. Like, do you talk to the living, whatever? And you get this exasperated woman comes through the spirit box and she says, talk about what? That's fantastic. That's awesome. And I, I believe that's Mary Todd Lincoln. And that's I think, awesome. and I think she doesn't suffer fools gladly. And I was a fool. Yeah. Um, that question and she's just like oh my god just leave what do you want what do you want you know <laughs> right <laughs> like <laughs> looking back on her own life going god i pay you know i was i was just i was one of those people i bothered the peace the peaceful i bothered them you know right, right. and now you're bothering me you know absolutely and it was it was absolutely uh crazy uh and that's one of my favorite uh, recordings of all time because it just took me by surprise. Once again, the, the chat room was going crazy. Someone said, hey, do you have a, an audio recording of Lincoln that we can play to con confirm it's his voice? Like, eh, it's a little before that time, but uh, mm -hmm. no. So we, you know, we can only do our best guess on that. I, I love, I honestly love that. I love the work you do. I love everywhere you're going to do this stuff and just bringing it to light you know what i mean really i have gotten such um where i used to run from paranormal people and i think everybody understands that because we've seen a lot of those shows that are poke the ghost and yep. and and i want to i at this time i want to separate jason hawes from some of the other because he doesn't poke the ghost you know what i mean he just has a lot of integrity and authenticity when he goes in and um you know so i need to separate him and you know dave schrader some of the other ones i really especially newer shows that are coming out that are just got so much genuine heart to them but there are some shows out there that still poke the ghost you know um and people don't realize this this takes effort this takes time this is not uh you know um this is not you show up and boom an hour you're done this is hours you know hours you know I, I would say hours unless you go to edinburgh manor then it's going to be real quick because they just have you been there yet <laughs> I haven't been there yet, I'm, but oh I'm planning. I might be going this year. So yeah, that it is certainly something. You uh, you need to because I'll tell you what the experience is there. Literally, we were only there for about four hours, five hours, and I got what would have been like three days worth of filming and great. three four hours, just phenomenal stuff. Um, it and they did because they wouldn't use the equipment, but like a fan that was buried plugged into the wall. All of a sudden, it was like we walked downstairs. We heard steps. And we're like, "What's going on upstairs?" And we're locked in the building. We go back up. The fans going. You know what I mean? Somebody put a message on the uh, uh, thing downstairs. Do you want to play? We we're upstairs for an hour. We come back down. There's a little ball underneath the side. I mean, just yeah. incredible yeah. stuff. But it takes hours. It doesn't just you know if it's genuine. It is you know you. You can get scratched. You can all that stuff can happen. It's all very legitimate, but don't poke the ghost. You don't you don't upset the jerk. He may not attack you. I I, I do wonder if there's a difference between uh, walking into the place because there's some investors that walk into place. They want they want their 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 way of thinking is we want proof that par that spirits exist, ghosts exist. Like they don't mm -hmm. walk in like we do, knowing that they exist. And that I think that's a different mindset. You know, I, I'm not going to walk into one, a play a zoo wondering if animals exist by you know just going into cages and whatnot. I mean, I go in there and there's a respect right away mm -hmm. uh, with the animals. You know, I'm not going to go poke a lion because I know what a lion can do, and I respect and I want to. I'd rather have the lion like me than not like me. So right. there, there is something I think that says that 
you know, you're going in and you know what we're going in there. We're going there to talk to them. We're going to, you know, have treat them with respect. I can't imagine that you're not going to get better results that way. I, you know, I will tell you what, 110% because you know, I'm going to go back to the main, I mean, I've had a few major experiences, but with even that being said, when I was at Edinburgh, you know, we went in, you could, as a medium, you could feel the energy and you could hear them. You could just, it was so alive. Yeah. And one of the first things when we walk in, you know, the owner of the establishment says, hey, first thing she says, please don't turn off the lights. If there's a light on, don't turn it off, especially these front two or this front one, because the light over here was on. Somebody turned it off. We've never been able to get it back on. It'd been over a year. Nobody could get this light to turn on. It just, it, it was, she thought the wiring was done or whatever. And we're like, okay, well, essentially the only light in the place that we know for sure that's going to turn on. So we're going to leave this on to have that safeguard. So every time we'd go to some place, you know, we would hear the spirits. It was, it was just, the energy was amazing. There were, there were so many and we we're getting so much stuff as a medium. The minute somebody would turn on equipment, boom, gone. It was like they get up and walk out of the room. And finally I went, you know, we walked into a place, we sat down and I'm like, why? And they're like, we're so sick of being like the circus was like the response. Like we have to act because it's a popular place. It's booked out every night. All these people want to go in. Yep. And I literally went, you know what? Um, we'll respect that. We won't turn equipment. No more. No more tonight. You won't see equipment. We'll just talk as mediums to you because there's my daughter who's got a lot of abilities. I had another medium with me. Um, and the team just watched us, basically. And they really kind of gifted us something that at that point, because when we were walking back out of this last room, before we went upstairs, I heard in my head, turn on the light. Nonchalantly, I went to the room that had not... Flip the and here the light turns on, you know, and I'm like, and it was like a gift. Thank you for not being an ass to us. Thank you for respecting us. Here's your light, you know. Absolutely. And the whole night went to me, and then they even they were really nice with that because as we we're going through, and we uncovered, of course, the creepy basement room, and I'm like, I'm not walking in there because I can feel that angry person in there. And later on, they literally warned a friend of mine and said at 10:30. It's going to get lively. And if you don't want to mess with them, you might want to leave, basically. You yeah. know, and we just went, you know what? Nobody in the house wanted to feel that. Nobody wanted him to come out and play. So we respected the house and left. Yeah. You know? So. It's, it's, it's all that it takes. And, you know, it's just like like at Villisca, for example. You know, children were murdered there. And, yeah. you know, you know what children don't want to hear when you walk into a place? It's like, how does it feel to be killed by an axe? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And, you know, uh, once again, I'm going to bring up Char, who I consider to have such a close connection to that house. You know, yeah. she brought up she brought up the thought of like, what if they don't even know that they've been murdered? You know, and, and you get the, and she, they might be even like, why do people come to my house and keep wondering why, I, you know, how do I feel to be dead? You know, I don't understand what they're talking to me about. You know, who knows? Yeah. You don't know. You mm -hmm. don't know. And mm -hmm. sometimes all you're doing as a paranormal investigator is going in and uncovering a story to see what they're what the truth is or to see how, how they're sitting with it. It's yeah. such a compassionate field when you walk into it with a compassionate nature. You know, it's it doesn't have to be what you see on some of the shows on TV. No, no, you know? not at all. And I think it's much more rewarding when you don't yeah. think of it that way. Yeah. 
I think it's, I think it's amazing. You know, I think it's amazing. So, and like for myself, I'm so excited because somebody, I, I mean, I have a huge amount of respect for you. I have a huge amount of respect for um, Dave, who I get to meet in a couple of weeks. As a matter of fact, in a little over a week. <laughs> well, Ane is coming up too at the Paracon. That's coming up. Are you going to be there? or? I don't think so, no. No? Oh, Paraflex is coming up. Natalie's coming up. Patty, you know what? We're just bring them all up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, just, a, just an experience of feeling that and, and being with like-minded people that you know, have that compassion for the field is pretty amazing. I'm working to see if I can get in for July because I think they're doing one in July also. So. Uh, Metapair Pro? Yeah. Um, I know Terry's working on a lot. They were going, oh my God, what are we going to do with this one? You know, because he does uh, he does events all over Wisconsin and yeah. Paranormal is new for him. It yeah. This, the genre of bringing them together, but yeah, I'm talking with Terry about certain things, so maybe maybe there's room for me. We'll, we'll oh, I'll see tell you what you you want to be there. I'll I'll get you a table. <laughs> I've talked with him about also possibly speaking too, and he's 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 looking into it. See if it works. So I would love I would love to have you there. I'll I'll, I'll send this to Terry and say, come on, Terry. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Well, I just I I love what you bring to the table. You know what I love 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 what you do bring to the table and. I think you and people like you are changing um, the face of what paranormal is as far as when it comes to the investigations and, and all that aspect. And I love the fact that that's that there's that avenue for it, you know, so yeah. I really do. So again, how can people, you know, come find you? How can they see you? I want them to know. I think what it, a, a great way to do it is, uh, and I'll, I'll just spew off a few things. Uh, Go to my profile, Greg Bakken, B-A-K-U-N. You could send me a friend request. I'm not into people following me. You could, you know, if you would like to see what I'm doing, just send me a friend request. We could be friends. Um, okay. uh, if you want to just follow, that's fine also. But I also have Facebook, MN Ghost Box. Um, it's Minnesota Ghost Box, but it's MN Ghost Box. You can go there, like that page. I share my stuff there. Okay. Um, we do. We have a new media, a new network called Free Spirited, uh, Free Spirited Network. And then my shows are on Things uh, Network and Paranormal United Network as well. So, uh, and then my radio show is on AM 950 every Sunday at 4.06 p.m. and it's live. I love it. And I will tell you what, everybody, when you go to watch Greg on Facebook and his show is there, you're not going to be shortchanged in any way, shape, or form. It is just, I've taken the time to watch, and it's just a beautiful experience. It really thank is. You. Thank so, you so much. Thank you so much for coming on, for sharing this. Thank, thank you, you for, you know what, one of, me, one of the first people that give the idea of doing this in my life. <laughs> Some guidelines to follow, you know, kind of being a mentor to me. I really appreciate that. And uh, please, everybody. Out. Go watch Greg. You're you're not gonna be you're not gonna be disappointed. And I hope to you know work with you and see you to other other places soon. I would love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have a blessed morning, darling. You too. Right. Bye bye. Everybody, I'll be back in a moment. School through spirit. This is Jess Diet Renee on WLTKDB.com. Meet Nicole Strickland, one of the leading San Diego paranormal researchers. Nicole offers a gentle and humble approach to working with spirit energies. 
being the founder of the San Diego Paranormal Research Society, Nicole is no stranger to the unknown. Due to Nicole's vast knowledge of the paranormal, she is widely sought after for speaking engagements on topics like children of the paranormal, paranormal investigation 101 and 102, history of spiritualism, and more. Not only does Nicole research the afterlife, but also writes about it and is the author of several books pertaining to the paranormal and its history. She has appeared on television shows like My Ghost Story, Travel Channel's Famously Afraid, Good Morning San Diego, and more. Have a conference or event coming up? Contact Nicole on her website, authornicolestrickland.com. That's authornicolestrickland.com. Hey everybody, welcome to School Through Spirit. Welcome back to School Through Spirit with Diet Renee here on WLTKDB.com. Um, I do apologize. I'm noticing because I do have it shared here. I'm noticing a huge lag between um, what's shared and what's going on in real time, but trust me, um, we are kind of looking at the comments, but um, it's weird because by the time we see the comments, it's just the lag time is so much different. So um, we are looking at everybody. I'm seeing everybody up there. Uh, thank you, everybody, for kind of showing up, seeing the show. Um, I want to do a quick reading for the week, you know, because I haven't done that. Oh, my God, I haven't done that. Oh, my gosh. Um, I also have to do a quick cleaning of my office, because I'll tell you what, everything seems to be all over the place. So let's do a five card here. We are going to use um, uh, Nature's Whisper Oracle card cards today. Uh, that is Angela Hartfield and Josephine Wall that developed these cards. So as you know from previous weeks, we are going to count one through five. Count one, two, three, four, five. No, I'm kidding. Um, pick a card, one through five. Oh, my gosh, what is going on with that? All five ways. Um, and whatever number you pick, whether it's one card or five, all five cards, whatever you want to do, that is yours for the week to kind of work on, okay? We're also going to do a clarification card. Remember that long wordy one? Um, Beyond Lumerian, Lumeria, sorry. And this is for Izzy, Izzy Ivy wrote that um we are going to use her cards for that okay so um here we go so card number one is expansion expansion gosh look at that beautiful card look at that expansion i'm really looking at this card as you know if you pick number one you are looking to really kind of push yourself out you're, you're looking at saying hey where else can I go? What else? What else is possible? What else? What else is really, you know, you're stopping the limiting belief and you're looking at what is limitless. And that's what the expansion card's about. And at this point in your life, if you're looking at this, you really are kind of looking into that imagination. You're looking into your thought process and you're going, what else can I do? What else can I do either to get a raise or for work or for money or for personal or whatever it might be? You're looking at expanding yourself. Okay. So number two is renewal, renewal of peace. Oh my gosh, look at that, renewal of peace. What a calm card to look at, isn't it? What a beautiful calm, calm card. I look at this card and I almost see Tinkerbell. And yeah, there's a little fairy cherub in there, but fairy cherub, that's two different things. But um, when I look at this, if, you're, if you picked card number two, you really are in a rest period right now because really you're, you're 
kind of like a butterfly and you're cocooned and you're just about to wake up. You're just about to come out of that cocoon. You're just about to start exploring your new world and you are just taking a break. That's all you're doing right now. You're not staying that. You're just taking a break to renew yourself, to refresh yourself, take that extra breath and come out a little bit, you know, a little bit brighter, a little bit better than you were before you went to sleep. Okay. Card number three, new experiences and possibilities. New experiences and possibilities. I think all these cards are for me also today. I can take all of them so far. So new experiences and possibilities. This is number three, and this is that one is for you, Andrea, and anybody else that picked it. So the new experiences and possibilities really is just as this card is looking at. Look at all that is around you, all that you can explore. This is your time that you are looking at, at things and you're going, wait, you know what? I might be this or I might be this, but what else in this genre can I do? Now, I usually take things to the medical field because that's what I did for 21 years plus. Um, but when you look at that, you know, as a nurse, I walked in, I could sit there and say, I'm just a nurse. I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. But what is the scope of possibilities within that field? What really is the scope of possibilities? I mean, there's geriatrics, there's hospital. Within the hospital, there's how many different floors, how many different different things you can possibly do. There's outside the hospital, there's home. I mean, it's just endless. So you're really looking at what else can you do? Now, this doesn't mean you have to change occupation. This just says stop limiting yourself. And you're starting to look at all the different things that you really are capable or qualified to do. Because as they even say, the homemaker is probably more qualified than anybody else you've ever met for almost any position. So, okay. Uh, number four, seek beauty. Seek the beauty. To me, this is a powerful card. This is a powerful card. Okay. Why? Because if you pick number four, you're probably having a lot of restlessness in your life right now and maybe some frustration and maybe things are happening around you that you're really going, you know what? Yeah, I'm not liking any of this and probably looking at some, some darker parts of it or maybe some negative parts of it. Start looking at the beauty of all situations. Start looking at the beauty of what is going on around you. And sometimes what you need to do to come out of those places, that funk or that place of more negativity um, or stagnant, is to really look at the beauty of things and then bring yourself through that, okay? So if you pick number four, seek beauty, that's what you're at right now. Now, the last one, which is number five, is the empowerment card. Okay, it's the empowerment card. And when you look at the empowerment, you really are looking at going, wow, who am I? You're really bringing yourself to go, wait a second. I am, you know, it's kind of like I am strong. I am woman, hear me roar. Okay, but that goes for a man. It goes for everybody. But you really are looking at the fact of um, not letting somebody else take your power, not somebody else imposing their beliefs on you, their impressions on you of you or anything else. And you are staying strong within yourself to say, you know what? I'm pretty amazing. I'm pretty awesome, and my beliefs are not exactly wrong, okay? Now, it's just staying in that empowerment. Not that, you know, the beliefs won't change over time, but for right now, you need to just take a stance of what am I feeling, what do I need to be empowered for, and to really find that strength from within, and then bring it out, okay? So number one was the expansion card that is expanding your energy. Number two was the renewal of peace, which is really, you're just, you're cocooning right now. It's, you're almost ready to kind of sprout your wings and come out. You're, you're right. You're almost ready to open up your eyes, which is amazing. Um, number three is that, um, new experiences and possibilities. It's really time for you to look out and say, oh my God, what else is there for me out there? 
Number four is that seek the beauty, which is really seeing the beauty in things and not the negativity. And number five is the empowerment card, which it's really time for you to stand in your own power. It's really time for you to stand in your own power and, uh, you know, be strong within yourself. Okay. Um, gotta get that down. Oh my God. There we go. Now let's go to the Beyond Lumera, Lumera cards. When we're looking at the Beyond Lumera cards, I'm just using this as a clarifier how it would go with all the other cards. Now, again, these are the more wordier cards. So when I pull it, there's a lot to read out here. Okay. So you're going to have to give me a moment, but there's a lot to read out here. Oop. So, oh, what a beautiful back. It's so beautiful. In every one of these cards, the design is on the back of the cards. It's just, I love these cards. So this one is the sake, it's a sacral chakra card, core of creation. Reveal in the present moment and, and feel deeply into your senses. The sensuality of being alive, the breeze on your skin, the sense, the scent of a damp earth, the feeling of alignment, aligning perfectly into the temple of you called your body. This card is about diving into the depths of your present moment, where all your faculties are available for divine creation. Nothing is left in the past or caught in the future, all of who are the unities in a moment of ecstatic conception. Let yourself drop into passion, intimacy, and loving connection with whatever you are birthing into the world and with whoever you have chosen to co-create. Now that really can go through all of them, can it? And I also think all the cards that I picked um, along with this card today I'm really looking at these cards because I think it really kind of says a lot when I, we talked about that, you know, what was in the beginning, the shifting, the transitioning, transformation. Um, and I do believe that I'm not the only one going through a lot of this. I think, you know, the world as a whole is going through all this. And I really do believe we are um, all on that journey. And I, and I hope today's reading really kind of helped you with all that. So hold on to that for the week. Um, <clears throat> doo -doo. So let's bring up some beautiful things about the show. Um, I'm going to Discovery Channel. Let's bring about the shows. Are we doing Discovery Channel soon, Todd, or something? Um, it's probably going to go no, not as far as I know. Got to go back a little bit because I have all these beautiful pictures from Disney World from that I was at last week when you guys had Charlie on in my stead, which is amazing because I love Charlie. I hope you loved her as much as I do. Oh, by the way, she's going to be back on April 11th again, which is awesome. Um, but here we go for what we have for shows on right now. Oh my gosh, we have so many. Um, as always, Monday mornings, we have myself with School Through Spirit at 9 a.m. Tonight at 8 p.m., we have Be the, Be the Change with Christina Bloom. It's an amazing show. Tomorrow at 7 p.m., we have The New Bridge Radio with Kevin Mackey. Um, on to 10 p.m., we have Pete Obea at with Paranormal Pete. Um, Wednesdays, Wednesday nights, we have our Wednesday during the day, actually not night. 1 p.m. is the Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle. And 8 p.m. is Over the Target with Missy and Nicole, Missy Hart and Nicole Ford. On to Thursday at 7 p.m., we have Realm of Darkness with Rennie, at, Rennie and uh, Ashley. That is a real crime show, awesome show. Um, 8 p.m. is the Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland. And on to Friday night at 8 p.m., we have Secrets Within with Rennie Rodriguez. Again, amazing, amazing, amazing shows, okay? But with that being said, we always have room for more, guys. We always have room for more. So if you have a voice, if there's stuff that you wanted to be able to say, 
um, you want to express, you want to just talk about, get out there, please, please, please go to the station, WLTKDB.com, and please, um, please take a moment, send Todd a message and say, hey, I want to do this and see what comes of it, okay? Just see what comes of it. Because I'll tell you what, you're going to love it. You're, you know what? He does all the work. All you have to have is a computer and a Wi-Fi connection to it. Um, and he will help you do everything else. It's just truly an amazing experience. All the tips and the tricks he's there for. And he is the station. And, and where he's at, he's got the whole station there. He just brings you into it, which, which is awesome. Um, with that also being said, we're doing a lot of stuff with advertising. Okay? A lot of stuff with advertising. Um and it's amazing because Todd does these beautiful commercials that you see. Todd does those commercials. It's very inexpensive to go into that, do that commercial with him. Again, you give him the idea, you give him the content you would like to kind of be. And he is the voice behind behind this. He he literally just, he creates such amazing, amazing commercials as you have seen. And uh, it's it's awesome. It's awesome to see what he creates. It's awesome to see what comes of it. Um, the neat thing is, is yes, they play throughout the week on our shows. As you see, like with my show, I have two of them, um, you know, that play other weeks uh, throughout the week. Other shows have, you know, things that are going on. The cool thing is, is once once it's done, say you only get advertising for a month. That's fine and dandy. It's awesome. But after that month, you know, these shows go into podcast forms, guys. These shows go into podcasts and it's boom, it's there. It, it stays with us forever. So you're paying for that price for a live commercial. That goes on forever with us. So as long as our shows are playing on our high radio or Amazon Prime or Audible or you know wherever it might be, your commercial is also okay. So um, and that's the beauty of it. It's it really is. You're paying whatever the price is for right now, but it's really you're paying for that. You know you're paying once for an eternity of, of advertising, which is awesome. So I really hope you take the moment to to do that, look into that, go from there. Oh my God, you're about to see the mask of what my desk is, I'm telling you. Because, because, because I'm not organized right now. Um, but I want to go into and tell you who's on next week. Who's on next week? Because next week we're in April and it's April 4th and it's Kelly Brickle. So bring your numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Bring your numbers because Kelly Brickle will be doing, will be doing readings next week. Using numerology, bringing those, and you guys have watched her, and she is a rock star at this. She is an amazing rock star at doing what she does, and it's just phenomenal, and you don't want to miss her. Just like I said, you don't want to miss her show this week. You don't want to miss Kelly when it comes to reading. So there you go. Um, with that being said, I think we're going to kind of end. Do you mind? Do you mind? Um, anyway, I thank everybody for coming in and joining me today. Just an amazing, amazing morning. Thank you for welcoming me back again. Sorry I was gone last week. Um, I will tell you, if you like Charlie Lex last week, you're going to get a lot more of Charlie because I have a lot of traveling coming up. And unfortunately, on some Mondays, I can't be here. So when I'm not here, Charlie's going to be here, okay? And Charlie will be here back on the 11th, in case she, she knows it, don't worry. But she'll be back here on the 11th, and it's just going to be a rocking awesome show. And uh, hope you enjoy her when she comes back. But until then, I'm Diet Renee here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com.